0: Hi, and welcome to the Milk and Honey Podcast. I'm your host, Lemon Price, creator of Pricelessly Imperfect, a Girl Power Alliance Field Advisory Board member, and a Dog rescuer. This podcast is for Christian women who want to step into their kingdom leadership with all the confidence in the world. Inside, we're going to be talking about ditching antiquated views of womanhood as it relates to the kingdom, how to grow a business with God at the forefront, and stewarding all the provisions and talents God has given us so we can grow the kingdom. So, whether you're a woman looking to launch her business or you're a seasoned pro, there's something here for you. Let's dive into today's episode together, shall we? Hey, everybody! Welcome back to another episode of the Milk and Honey Podcast. I am so excited because I have my friend Bianca Emily with me today, and It's going to be a two-part episode because she has got some good stuff to share today. So Bianca is an empowerment life strategist, coach for Christian female entrepreneurs. And so I thought she was the perfect person to be here. Um, She is the CEO and founder of Be Empowered Multinational. She's an international speaker and a ministry partner. She has been featured as a leading expert on iHeartRadio and an international women's day event. She was awarded rookie of the year and nominated boss mom, which is really cool. And so her commitment in life really is to help women achieve financial independence, experience true self-love, and allow for meaningful relationships. Mm-hmm. Bianca's also passionate about empowering her audience and clients with their step-by-step systems to say goodbye to lifeblocks and build generational wealth. And so this is honestly why I'm so excited to have her here because this topic we're going to go into today is a good one. It is a good one. We're talking all about goal setting and she's got some really good biblical knowledge for you today. So welcome, Bianca. I'm so excited you're here.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: I'm super excited. I am really jazzed. So I would love for you to give like a quick overview of what we're going to cover in this
1: two-part episode because she gets the first two-part episode. Like I'm really excited about this. Yes. So today I'm going to be talking about the vision and at the beginning of the year or at the end of every year, everybody's always so focused on new year's resolutions, right? And what happens is with most people is they they're excited about all these goal settings, all these opportunities that they can have. And then once the year starts or time just gets going, it's like, "Oh, that didn't that didn't happen. Oh, this didn't work." And it's like once the second or third month now, truthfully, hold on statistically speaking, once people hit the First week of February, I want to say it's about already 50% of people have already failed at their New Year's resolution, which is insane. And so I'm like, well, how can we have, you know, women of God truly live the life that they were supposed to live and exceed in the goals and, you know, just live in purpose? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I am so excited, and I would love
0: for you to share, like, the verse that sort of has, like, inspired this whole talk.
1: Yes. Okay, so it's a Habakkuk 2-2. So write the vision, make it plain. Oh, that's so good. Um, That, it's so, when I came up with the topic, um, because I did, like, uh, a women's event for this as well at the beginning of the year, and when I discussed this, the vision was just, all right, we have to not only know what we want to do like it not only does it need to be in our mind but it needs to be on paper and then it says with um whoever's um when you run i'm trying to remember whoever runs reads it and it's pretty much saying like your goals need to be so loud and so visible that other people know exactly what it is that you're doing as well and It's just so important for us to not only make the goals, write the goals, but see the goals come to pass. Like, there are so many things that we need to do as women of God. And if you're just going throughout life, just hopeful wishing, because that's really what it is, like, oh, I just, everybody's like walking around with their fingers crossed, like, I just pray that this happens but there's no actions whatsoever behind it. It's like, well, what fruit are you really going to see from it? Because a farmer doesn't go out there with seeds and just throws it out in the land and says, "I just pray that these these seeds just become all this this tree, this fig tree, this olive tree, this apple tree." It's like, no, you got to put in the work as well. So,
0: Oh, I love that. I love that you talk about this actionable piece because I think so many people they do. They walk around with, oh, I have this goal. And so I'm just going to, you know, float through life sort of. And then they're shocked when the goal doesn't happen, right? Nothing changes if nothing changes. And so I love that you said that because I think it's really different too than the new age movement and manifestation and all those things. So you can you
1: explain how these are? two very different things yeah so there's a very fine line with this whole manifestation thing as well because in the bible it does say to manifest but we this new age has taken it to let's do hocus pocus type of stuff and that is preaching okay. <laughs> thank you for being one of the first
0: people i seriously i only know a handful of women i'm sorry i'm like interrupting you but i only know a handful of women who acknowledge the fact that the word ma- like manifest is in the bible
1: yes it is and thank you and and it's crazy because again, what is good, the enemy takes for evil, and vice versa. whatever you know is bad you know, that happens in our lives, God makes it good, right? And so it's like it's the the corruption of things, which happens all the time, right um and okay, so going back to the whole manifestation thing, it's insane because now this new age and this is this is so. Prevalent. It is out there. It is common. The new generation, it's like this is normalized. And if you don't have discernment or wisdom, you can easily fall into this because this all falls into, and I'm, I may be getting off topic, but I'll get back on. It, it all falls, this new manifestation falls into like horoscopes and witchcraft and all this other stuff. And it's like, wait, 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 hold up. Like you're saying now with this whole new new age manifestation, I have complete control of my life and I can pretty much be the god of my life and make whatever I want happen. No, 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 boo-boo. That is not the case. You know, we, we are God's servants. We are vessels and we are by the Holy Spirit. We are given the work that we need to fulfill in order to live the life that we were supposed to live here on earth and fulfill our purpose. And whatever the Holy Spirit gives us, that's how we move. We get our strength from him. We get our thoughts from him. We, it's, it's, we our words, when I speak, I want the Holy Spirit to speak through me. It's not me, not Bianca the flesh. Because sometimes if I, I get in my ways, I'm like, ah, oh, let me take that one back. So the whole manifestation thing, it's, it's insane because it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to manifest that I'm just going to be a millionaire. And all this is going to happen to me. And I'm going to find this wonderful sexy husband and he's gonna be rich and it's it's like this crazy stuff it's like again you're you're just wishing these things assuming that now your words are what's the word i'm looking for it's pretty much like your words are are solid like that's it what is said is stoned because i am the god in my life
0: Oh, I love you so much for talking about this. So my husband actually comes from a pagan and Satan background, like Satanic background. And so whenever, you know, right? So I didn't know anything about it. I grew up in an anti-Christian household. Not that, you know, my family was like Satanic, but they just like, you know, they didn't believe in anything necessarily. And so for my husband to have this background, we talk about it all the time. He's like, yeah, no, like you are your own God. That is a satanic view Mm -hmm. that you're your own God Mm -hmm. and whatever, you know, there are no rules and there are no laws of, like, you can just do whatever you want. And I always, like, not that I make fun of it, but I do a little bit. Everybody who's, like, into the new age, right, and they're Mm -hmm. like, I can manifest whatever I want. I'm like, then why are you not manifesting, like, with COVID-19? Why did we not manifest that away? Why do we not like manifest for world hunger to go? Because that doesn't—it's not real. Like you can't Mm -hmm. just speak it and then it be given to you. I have a friend who came out of the new age, and she's like, sometimes manifestation works. She's like, but it comes from the enemy. Mm.
1: Yes. Oh yes. There's
0: there's like demonic things that happen (laughs) when you're in this manifestation space, and so I really love that you're like, no, let's go back to the biblical principle. Of writing the vision and making a plain.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that you said that, though. I really do. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, it's it. It really is scary because, really, you know, a lot of people. And I'm again, I hopefully, I'm not getting off topic, but you know, we're now in a generation when when something good happens. We assume that that is one hundred percent from God. Not everything that's good that comes into your life is from God. The enemy knows exactly what you like to, and he knows how to package it up in the right way where it looks good, right? It may be good for your flesh, your fresh, your freshly desires, but when it comes to your spirit, I promise you, that's not what you're gonna want. Um, but yeah, like this, it's, it's. When I see it, it's actually really sad to see this new like manifestation, like I'm my own God. But hey, that's the generation that we live in, right? It's all all about me, myself, and I. So we just I, have to we have to make a change.
0: I love what you said about how Satan can package something up and make it look really good. So we did an object lesson with our boys like a couple years ago, and covered an onion in chocolate. And so the onion looked really good. Right. And so then, right, the boys bite into it and it's a whole mouthful of onion. And they were like, This is disgust. this is not what I thought this was gonna be. And we were like, Yep, yeah, that's how that's how sin mm. works. Right? That's how temptation works. It looks good on the inside. Oh, outside, that's such a good illustration. But it's bad on the inside. And so I'm like, you have to you have to be really intentional and test everything in scripture. Because what looks good on the outside, Satan can give you this thing that looks very pretty on the inside, but it is foul on the inside. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what this movement is. And so I'm really excited. So we like went very like deep in this. This is not what she was like coming on here to be like, let's talk about manifestation and new age. So I'm excited for you to then just kind of explain how it is that we don't fall off track with our goals. And I'm going to let you kind of take it from there, my friend.
1: Yeah. So- when it comes to writing the vision and making it plain, it, it goes so far beyond that. And I will say that it's something that until we change and truly figure out the root cause and have the proper mindset and actual steps behind it, we're Lord's will. We'll be here Five years, right? Well, we're going to be the same person five years from now. How does that sound? How does that sound to say, oh, like, new year, same me?
0: Ew.
1: What? Like, it, yeah. Like, Ew. no one. And, and that's the thing. Everybody says new year, new me. But then it's like, wait, at the end of the year, you're pretty much kind of like the same person. Like, there was a lot of stuff that you said you were going to do, but it's still, it's still pretty the same. Like, if you don't see... If you don't see the fruits of the seasons that you've been in, whether they're good or bad, because again, I've been molded most in the seasons where I'm in the trenches, where it's it ain't pretty, and my mindset may be all over the place. My relationship was all over the place. Um, my finances were garbage. You know, it's during those moments that you start to see all right and, and it's I'm not gonna go there because I'm gonna take us off track but I love it I feel like I'm gonna have to come back because I feel like I have so much to give um but
0: what you just said about this really quickly is this like pruning process mm-hmm. so wine right so you've got you've got your vines or whatever they're really they will bloom right they will produce leaves they'll do all the things but you have to prune them every year or you get nothing from them Mm. they can't produce any fruit if you don't do the pruning process Mm. they're just there they're yeah so so there is no good fruit that can come unless you prune and remove and take a look at take you have to take a look at yourself i love that illustration whenever i like heard that that's what people who own vineyards have to do is they have to do this like very intense pruning process every single year, and it's like it's like a violent process, right? Like they're like really cutting a lot <laughs> back, and, like stripping these these plants back so that they can become something better mm-hmm. in the next season. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what
1: you're talking about. I love this, so I'm so excited. It's yes. So, excited. so okay, so first I want to start with I call it the the Santa Claus effect. Not Santa Claus, it's the Santa Claus. So Going back to what I was saying earlier, everybody at the end of the year, think about kids, like right before Christmas, they're like writing all the things that they they want Santa to bring them, right? It's all wishful thinking. It's like, oh, I wanted to, I want this. And, you know, then what do they do? The kids then give it to the parents to, quote unquote, drop it to the North Pole so Santa can get it, right? Quote unquote. And so, but what happens with that letter? It goes nowhere because there is no such thing as the North Pole and that's what happens with our goals. So, like I'll give you an example. Let's just say that oh, I want to go ahead and I I want to get in shape and you know, the beginning of the year, but yet you have no goals whatsoever. Like there is no game plan. That's like that's like a coach. We're we're now in what basketball, football season. God, forgive me. Um,
0: Right. We're like, coming up on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Super
1: Bowl. Just just kidding. Yeah. Super Bowl. So football season. Right. And um, so imagine the coach telling his players, we're going to win this game. You guys go out there and you guys kill it. We're going to win this. And there was no game plan. What do you think is going to happen with those players? They're going to be completely lost. They're probably not going to win because one person's thinking to do one thing and the other players are thinking completely different as well. So if there is no game plan, you are not going to execute anything. You have to whatever it is that you have that you want to set as goals, you have to write it down but not only write it down you have to be so specific when these players are training they're going all in on everything from game plans to workout routines but everything's listed out it's not just oh the game plan is for you to throw the ball here and go there and do a touchdown like this is very specific game plans that they're doing and that's exactly how we need to take our lives when it comes to our goals, because now we're just leaving it up to chance again, going back where our fingers crossed, like, oh yeah, I just pray that this is gonna I'm getting in the best shape of my life, but I have no action plan whatsoever, like the way that it needs to look, ladies is let, let I'm just gonna pick weight loss, right, get in fitness goal that that's mine this year. You have to say, I'm gonna work out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Where? At the gym, at this time to this time. What are you going to do during that time? Oh, I'm going to do legs at this time for this time. I'm going to do this amount of reps, this amount of sets. It has to be so specific. That way, you, again, write the vision and make it plain. If anybody were to see it, they'd be like, oh, I know exactly what she's doing. That's how we need to set our goals.
0: Ooh, I love that, right? Because then there's no confusion. What's exactly. As to what it is that you're doing. I love the football analogy too because my youngest is at an age now where like when he plays football, they're actually learning plays instead mm-hmm. of like the coach just sitting there on the field being like, now you run here and you do this, right? So they're like learning plays. And it's such a difference to see how much my my youngest enjoys football now that there's like a little bit of clear direction. hmm And he feels like he has like a little bit of autonomy over it, Mm. right? He's Mm -hmm. a little bit independent in this, Mm -hmm. right? Nobody's hovering over him anymore. He's out, you know, taking the skills that he's cultivated and putting it into work and then seeing the fruits of that work. Mm -hmm. So I love this. I love that you said that I – my goal is also to lose weight, but I also am like I want to run a 5K. Mm.
1: And so I downloaded it.
0: yeah, so I got downloaded a train. an app. <laughs> yeah, so I downloaded an app over Black Friday. They had a special on it, and it literally every single day is like, "This is exactly what you need to do for this amount of time, and this is the way you're going to work out to achieve
1: that goal." Mm. And that's what you need. Like, you I need do. Sp- People need specific goals. We can't yeah. just. I. Here's the thing. Like, I'm speaking like, oh, you know, if someone again, if obviously if someone doesn't know me, they're like, oh, well, she, you know maybe she has it all together. Maybe she is, you know, achieving her fitness goals and doing all this. Let me tell you, the last few years, there's been plenty of things on that quote-unquote New Year's resolution, and it didn't happen at all. Because again, it was like writing a Christmas list. Oh, this is what I wish for. And there was no actions behind it. So what's important to is be specific When writing your goals and then taking those actions. Without actions, nothing's gonna happen. It's just a list.
0: I love that. What what advice would you give to somebody who's like, all right, I figured out the actions, right? But maybe they lack like the the motivation or like the consistency Mm. right to follow through with those actions.
1: Yeah. So I may say something completely different than what than what most people are going to expect. Because people would probably be like, yeah, listen to, you know, motivational speakers or, you know, start establishing habits, right? But here's the root cause. Like, it's like, and and this is what I was like, meditating on, right? (laughs) The right, with the right use of meditating, um, because that's something else too. But it was, I'm here thinking like, What is it that stops us from hitting our goals, right? Why? Where is that disconnect between I want this and making it happen? And what I figured out, it was the two F words. Now, it's not what you think, y'all. Okay. (laughs) It is fear and your feelings. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So fear... And, and here's, and here's the crazy part. Cause oh, I love this. God is so good. Cause he was obviously the one who gave this to me and it was, so your fears is it's an obstacle that's in front of you that you're afraid of. Right. But can I tell you that it is easier to overcome your feelings? Here's why. So Fear is an actual object that's in front of you. Like, like I'll give you an example. I'm I'm afraid of heights. Do not tell me to go on a roller coaster. I will listen. We will no, absolutely not. I don't care how much you paid me. You and my so
0: we'd get along well we yeah, can do I money.
1: will I will hold your bags, your food, your drinks. I will wave as you go up. I'm not. I'll take pictures. I got you, but I'm not going up there. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. So again, that's an obstacle. I'm afraid of something, an object, and that is, you know, the roller coaster. I'm not going to get on there, right? But your feelings, the reason why it's easier for you to overcome your feelings, because it's you. I love that. It's you. I love that. Fear is an obstacle, it's something, there's an object that's holding you back. Your feelings, it's just you. You just have to overcome you. And so, I'll give you an example. Like, we all say, and I'm gonna give more than just like obviously the weight loss. So like I wanna be in shape, but I don't feel like working out. I wanna get closer to God. I just don't feel like reading my Bible right now. Like I wanna take time to like invest in myself. You know, I wanna like read books and stuff like that. But I don't really feel like it right now. I'd rather just watch TV or just get on TikTok and just just keep scrolling, right? Are like I want to I want to eat healthier, but I don't feel like cooking. It's always about your feel we we have made our feelings such like in in this hierarchy where it is number 1, where no matter what it is in your life, whether you want to go to work that day, whether you want to go to an event that day, whether you want to it doesn't matter. But from cooking to working out to everything, we are like, we take a second and we're like, but do I really feel like going? And that's where that disconnect is. If you want to hit your goals, you got to get rid of your feelings. Your feelings cannot matter anymore. As soon as you have that thought, like, I feel like, no, you have to nip that in the butt right there and say, no, I'm not even going to let this thought Continue to dwell in my mind. Let me just get up and take action, and that's what's been the biggest difference in my life: is removing the feelings. If I don't feel like a lot of people don't feel like doing stuff that they need to do, but until we get rid of those feelings or let that thought marinate in our mind, how we don't feel like this or that, again, we're gonna keep doing the same thing over and over again.
0: Ooh. I am, like, obsessed with what you just said because <laughs> we live in a culture, right, that is very much my feelings, my truth. This is, you know, my my lived perceived experience is the only thing that, that matters, mm-hmm. right? And you have to, like, accept that that's somebody's perceived notion of the world and take it as a gospel. And you're like, no, 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 <laughs> like – you, you can't rely on your feelings either, right? The Bible tells us that we can't lean on our hearts, right? Our feelings are fickle. They change. Mm-hmm. We can't trust them. Mm-hmm. Let them know. <laughs> we, can't, we can't trust our feelings. And so I love that you said this
1: because the, the, it's not a trustworthy thing that we have. Mm-mm. No. I, I'll give you a perfect example today. I had to get up. I'm not even going to say the time because I'm sure everybody gets up before me. I'm not a morning person. I'm more of a late night person. And... I get to like writing, create my, my creative, you know, stuff just comes out at night for whatever reason. I'm here like in my room or in my office, like writing stuff down, creating stuff. And, um, but this morning, all right, let's just be, let's just be honest. I woke up at six 30 on the dot when I, I can't remember the last time I woke up at six o'clock, six thirty, where I didn't hit the snooze button. I didn't, I don't, because I didn't, I don't feel like getting up at that time, I'm like, ah, I can get up a little bit later. But do you know how good it felt to like be ready, be dressed, be back in my office by a certain time, and I'm like, boom, bam, duh. like it just. I was like, no, I gotta keep doing this again. And it's such a big once you start killing your feelings, your your feelings, and you start actually doing those actionable steps. You don't feel that aftermath of like regret, like oh, I hit the snooze button this whole time. Oh, I ended up eating that piece of cake, and I really should have ate shouldn't have ate that. I should have ate something else, or I really should have been working on my side business. Why didn't I do that instead? I'm over here like on social media.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love this because right there's plenty of times I don't feel like going to the gym. Right, mm-hmm. I've got to get in my car. I got to drive 15 minutes to the gym. I got to like get myself all situated. Then I'm there for an hour. Then i to drive 15 minutes home. I need to take a shower. Like it becomes like a two-hour process mm-hmm. to like go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't necessarily feel like doing this 99% of the time. But then I'm like, oh, I always feel mm-hmm. so good after the fact. Mm-hmm. And I don't have this regret. You know, I don't wallow. I feel like I'm much more productive when I've done the actionable step. And I've got to remove this like – I don't really feel like it. I would much rather sleep in, right? Cause I'm going to the gym like four in the morning so I can be home. Girl, God bless you. <laughs> I, mean, I can be home because my kids have to get up at six. And so I'll go to the gym at like four. So I'm home when their alarm's going off and, and then we're starting our day, you know, on a, on a positive foot here, but I got to remove this. Like I want to sleep in.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's so not easy. That's probably one yes, of my biggest struggles.
0: Right. I want to sleep in, you know, um, it would be, it would be really small to sleep in, but that is not going to get me to the goal that I have. Mm-hmm. And so I love it. You said this. So we've got to remove our feelings.
1: Yeah. 100% until we get rid of, until we kill our feelings, like there's, and I really feel like that is the enemy's way to really get to us too, because how many times, you know, hasn't a single woman seen a guy and she's like, and she says, I just kind of feel like I'm ready to be in a relationship. I just feel lonely. And like, what is the entrapment that you're going to get yourself into going into those feelings when God hasn't told you to do anything yet? He said, listen, I have you in your single season right now for a reason. I was like, I don't care about your feelings. I know what's good for your heart, your soul, your mind, your future. So I need you to sit still." Don't let those feelings get you caught up and then now you're on a dating website and now you're meeting, you know, some crazy person. But yeah, our feelings can, can, can dictate, you know, how we move in life and where we end up going. And it's like, ah, 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 ah you went too far. I didn't tell you to go over there. That wasn't me. That was your feelings. Oh, I am. I'm so
0: excited. <laughs> we've already, we've already been on here for almost half an hour and I'm, I'm so excited about this. So I'm going to bring Bianca on again um, in the next episode so we can finish this conversation because, y'all, I, I seriously think that you need a notebook with you because I was sitting here writing notes on this Santa Claus effect and everything. I'm like, oh, I love this. I'm going to tell my kids this. Um, not that, you know, not that my kids know that Santa's not real yet so yeah keep the um, medicine I guess <laughs> right, right. I don't know yet but when they do I'll be like well let me tell you about this thing and so anyway so I'm so excited to just have you on again so make sure you go follow Bianca on all of her social it's linked in the show notes for you and we will see you in the next episode thank you Thank you so much for listening to The Milk and Honey Show. I hope this episode has helped you feel more confident in the calling God has for you so you can lean into your purpose and impact. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us to help more Christian women entrepreneurs just like you. Don't forget to take
1: a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at the lemon Price. I'll see you next week.